Okay, I can hear myself really good. You say anything? Uh, yeah. Intro looks right. Movies, music, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, it's going to be weird. I'm going to have to have you on this angle. I'm glad you're entertained. All right. Well, you know, <laughs> no time Everybody's like... Everybody's doing these video chats now. We might as well join the club. I know, right? No time like the present. Well, uh, I guess it's been a long time, folks, since we did a... Uh, Oh, God, an audio-video kettle whistle radio uh, with the original cast members. I got Miss Heather Taddy back with us. As you can see, I, I look, you can't see her there, but I can see her. <laughs> I hope this is working. We'll find out. But, yeah, so necessary hat. I've got COVID head, so it's like, no, I don't have COVID, folks. I have COVID hair, meaning I. it's just a mess. I gave up. I gave up. So, yeah. It's just growing. It's just growing. It's just growing. So that being said, all right. So here we are. Uh, Apocalypso. I want to say this is probably episode nine or ten. I think it's ten at this point into this uh, three-month excursion of ours. Um, luckily, me and you have been talking. Uh, you know, I, I've been talking to you, Sean, Nicole, Dan in the background. There, he's a human. Um, my wife counts as a human. Um, so, how many humans have you been? In touch with everybody. But have you been talking to a lot of humans? Yeah, oh yeah, I've been seeing a lot too. <laughs> Outside, of course. Yeah, I mean, I go roller skating, I do meetups, like, um, I've, been, I've been going out now, but I mean, the first two months of this, I didn't do anything to stay inside, really. Yeah, um, we actually, I have recording of, whoa, there goes the microphone. I have a recording of us uh, early on where we all had, like, hopes and dreams and COVID would end earlier or whatever the hell. Oh, yeah. But listening to it, I'm going to put it up at some point, but it's kind of depressing because you could hear in my voice, your voice, Nicole and Sean's that we didn't know what to, what was going on, what to expect, you know? Yeah. And I've interviewed a lot of bands since then, and um, they're all the same. Everybody's the same, and they're just trying to make the best of it. Some are working remotely and recording, and others have just said, nah. <laughs> yeah, it seems like everybody's affected by this one way or the other. Yes. In, indeed and i apologize folks i wasn't ready for video tonight so it just kind of happened so we're using the phone as opposed to the cameras that decided to well cop out when we need them the most but anyway so light up roller skates first of all i, I gotta talk about that because oh, yeah. that's you uh i don't know why they waited so long for light up roller skates but you've got them for a while actually I, well i'm talking about i could have used them in the 80s <laughs> you know, oh, that's okay. a long time <laughs> but uh yeah so yeah uh, a, a cohort of ours thinks that um uh, deftones wrote rocket skates just for you uh, it was from miss d from the peanut gallery <laughs> yeah but you no. were... so yeah so you've been roller skating 
and you've been rediscovering some old music, renewed value in old tunes? I mean, I'm always listening to and discovering old music, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I've, I've somehow been able to keep myself pretty busy through all this. Yeah, you have. Well, you're creative. If you create, I think if people that are not creative will just fail in this environment, Um, you know, and we are kind of watching them fail uh, on a regular basis. Um, Where I see, you know, we're trying to rebuild now and come back. There are some people that just want to regress and that sucks. And I just, maybe they're just not creative enough. And I'm not talking about the demonstrations because there's a lot of people, oh my God, I believe in it. But I think now we need to like bring it back. (laughs) <laughs> it's yeah. time it's time to reel it in I, I do not forget but at the same time it's time to we got to bring it back get things back to normal um so bands what have you been listening to what did you rediscover i i have a pretty good one that i think you're a fan um, of gosh i don't know um what have i been listening to i mean i i went on an alice in chains kick for a while because i read this book ah uh, this let's see book. Um, do you have it yeah Ooh, is that the angry chair which one is that no, so the, the angry chair is supposedly not like the authorized one. Old man glasses. This time. is like yeah. this is like legit. Okay, it's cool. Really good. I got this when I was in Seattle, and um, it's really good. I read all of it. Very cool. Probably completely out of print and nowhere to find. I'll have to borrow that from you. No, I, yeah, you can borrow it. It wasn't hard <laughs> you're to like, find them, You're like, no, <laughs> you can't have that. <laughs> <laughs> it was really cool though because they were talking about when they were recording facelift. And um, one of the producers that recorded Nothing Shocking worked on Facelift. And when they were recording Facelift, it was like right as um, Ritual was being released. So they kept listening to it. And it really inspired them when they were recording Facelift, which I, th- I thought was really cool. And that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. We, we got to see them with you and with Mr. Duvall. We, we could rehash how many times I saw them with Lane back in the day. You've heard enough of that. Um, but I will tell you this. Because of you, I rediscovered... Actually, it goes to another source. I was listening to the radio. But I went... I delved, I dove deep into the replacements. Um, a rediscovery... You know, I kind of missed them. I, I, I like Paul Westerberg during the whole Seattle thing. He was kind of the mellow thing happening. The Tori Amos of the time type of thing. When all the you know heavier stuff came out yeah. but um the replacements the, what got me into it i listened to an interview with um johnny resnick from uh, goo goo dolls and it ends up that the goo goo dolls are pretty much the replacements part two and i think even he would admit to that um if you listen to songs like uh, is it alex chilton which i like a lot oh yeah that's a good one yeah yep don't but you can hear goo goo dolls you can hear it you see where they got it from i don't really know the goo goo dolls i'm just telling you like main release songs right you want to go back to the garage days and i'll let you borrow some it, that's a great little cd discovery i like to go on amazon buy things for three bucks and so i got a couple of their cds i didn't have and them and um oh geez um another great one like that oh boy uh oh god uh runaway train uh Solicide. thank you solo Simon is a great rediscovery too they i have- saw them a couple years ago uh with the meat puppets at mr smalls interesting by the way i don't like runaway train i like everything my favorite song by them is april fool do you know the song yeah i know that one yeah they same album the did they yeah. play it yeah i'm jealous i never thought that i thought it was like an album track but okay uh yeah, yeah. you can go back with soul asylum and find like all kind there's two primary albums that you need back then but there's so many uh yeah. good, i think that's a good one for you but replacements I, uh, go yeah I, go ahead I, I, I've been listening to a lot of PJ Harvey. I know. That's what you... Yeah, you said that. Yeah. 
Okay, anything in particular? What else? I know the ones, of course, the radio hits. I really like the album Dry and Rid of Me. Those are two popular ones, but um, I like all of them. Do you see yourself... I mean, everybody knows you you play and you perform. Do you ever see yourself doing like experimental stuff like that? Like, would you be a part of a band like that? I mean, Glowworms were kind of... They were kind of a stretch for you, too. You know, more in the art movement. Yeah, I would. You would. I'd do anything, really. Yeah. Great people. Dueling bass players, would you do that? No, I would not do that. No, that's overkill, I think, yeah. That would be stupid. Uh, that ain't punk rock. And I'm, I just quoted Electric Six on that one. Um, all right. So let's see. What do you think? A lot of people are depressed. Now, if you're not from the area, you don't know what Kennywood is. And that's a Six Flags in this area. A little classier than Six Flags, I will say, in the Pittsburgh area. It is very classy. Um, nice family touch. But they're opening. Did you hear about how they're opening? No. How? You have to uh, book tickets online. And they allow a certain amount of people in daily. Oh boy. Very strange. Very strange. Would you go to a roller coaster park wearing a mask? No. I would say t- I would take it off. Right. I mean Yeah. Especially I mean, in the summer, like it's I don't hot, know. Right? And water rides. What's I mean, that water's gonna be like a bacteria infected pool of slime anyway. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> I would go to any amusement parks this year, honestly. Yeah, I I'm with you. I think I decided that too. It's a shame. Um I'll go through drive through stuff. I mean I deliver for a living, you know, so it's like I'm out there, but I don't get out of my car so much. So yeah, I, it's rough. It's so it's so weird though that we're not going to be going to any concerts together this summer. And I have it's a like bunch. We, do. we had some booked. I don't know if you were you going to Faith and Warren and Corn. I forget. No, you weren't doing um, that. I one. was going to be out of town for it. No, <laughs> on um, purpose. Okay. No, not on purpose. <laughs> but I, I would have probably went. I mean, more to see Faith and more than to see Corn, but. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, Deftones, everything's rescheduled. Megadeth, I've been through this so many times now, it's getting depressing. And the big bands, you wouldn't have gone to the Def Leppard Motley Crew, but that's something I was doing with my cousins and, and, and Miss D, and it's kind of like nostalgia, kind of like I had yeah. to do it. I don't, I, I'm not the biggest Crew fan, but I grew up with Def Leppard. Motley Crew, I like their early, early stuff. Um, but Joan Jett, I would be there for that, you know? Yeah. I've, I've seen her. Oh. Yeah. Did you watch her documentary yet? It's on. Um, no, Ooh, Hulu. I, I, did. I was flipping through and I saw it, but I, I think I watched, that That was the day I watched the, the uh, HR one instead. Okay. The background one. Well, yeah, there's a lot of good ones. We're going, I, I, I know I segued over to punk rock again, but um, there's a good, uh, it's actually just called Punk, and it's produced by Iggy Pop, and that is on Epics, four, seri- four um, episode series on Epics. And I highly oh. recommend it, I recommend it to you. You'll enjoy that. Okay. I bet Dan will like it. Yeah, yeah, put it, it's just punk, um, and it's on, you have to go to Epics for that one. Highly recommended, very educational, and if you're a novice, it's a good place to start if you want to delve into punk history, and stuff that's listenable for somebody that's never really listened to some of that stuff. Um, right. You ever wonder, like, other people out there that, like, right now are discovering punk for the first time that probably just listen to classic rock? Like, do you think that ever happens? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm That's sure funny to think about. it is funny to think about, you know, you turn on TV, you know, occasionally you might get the Ramones, but I'm sure that bothers the people who want to hear classic rock radio. I yeah. just, I don't know that many people transcend <laughs> from classic rock to punk. That's an interesting question. But anyway, all right. So you now, oh God, there's so much I wanted to cover here that we, I don't know where we're going to get to it. Um, 
do you know this, uh, that Dylan has a new album out? Okay, I'm not a Dylan fan, but I found this interesting. Uh, either one of you Bob Dylan fans? I think Dan is, right? No? I'm not a Bob Dylan fan. Okay. No. I know folks that are, and they might like this. Did you know that he has a 19-minute song out currently about JFK? Like, brand new. 19-minute song. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait. I think I actually listened to it. Is it, it, is it. It's a new song, right? It's not... I, I think I saw something or heard a clip from it or something. Okay, and what did you think? Listenable for people like me and you? Or? I, I just could never. I mean, his okay. lyrics are pretty interesting, but I just can't get into his voice. I try. That's just it. If I don't. I don't say I don't like something without trying it first. So, but yeah. I understand the writing. You know that. That's something. I don't know. I didn't know if you were like into that or not. Now, oh, uh, let's see here. There's a movie too along the same lines. I came across, and when Sean, Sean's not with us tonight, folks, but he's still alive. COVID got him. But not the way you think it did. I'll let him explain. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, we killed him off. Now it's about six episodes ago. He, he resurged for a bit. He came back from the dead. And as far as I'm concerned, he's kind of just like lying in wait. So, <laughs> um, But that's Sean, our, my co-host on a normal basis. But he has uh, what's called sleep paralysis. I think he's talked to you about that. Yeah. He suffers from it. He talked about it on the show. Although, you know, it's funny. It would be funny if he didn't talk about it. And I just decided to reveal that. But <laughs> but I made fun of him not knowing what a deal it is. And it ends up Bobby Cramer, who you're familiar with from the Demon of yeah. Brownsville Road. He suffers from it. He talked about yeah. it with you and me uh, that years ago. Look that one up, folks. Demon of Brownsville Road. You have the book. I just reread it for the third time. That's like the first book I read during quarantine. I was like, I need to reread this. I knew that was a favorite. Yeah. I knew that was a favorite of yours. That That's it's that's a good. very intense book. Um, what do you think about, we had him on recently and he said, he, he said this, so we we can talk about it that, you know, there was some, uh, I don't know, like coincidences between that and the murder house of American horror story. There's way too many coincidences. Um, not that there's anything pending between them, but it's to him it's kind of like, wow, that's very much our story. The first I'm season. I'm like not 100% familiar with American horror story. I, I've. Dang. If the, is that the first season? Yes. Try it. And oh, since I've you, seen the first season, but a long time ago. Let me tell you, since you reread that book, you've read it three times, watch American Horror Story's first I season, should. and then see what Bobby's talking about, because there's way too many things similar to the script. Dang. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I'm just a, an observer here. <laughs> All right, so what, what else have you been rediscovering musically? Um, I um, downloaded the uh, Terminator soundtrack. Oh, my God. Oh, the, the actual score? Or... Yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's an 80s discovery yeah. right there. Pretty nice. It's pretty good background um, music for just about anything. Yeah, honestly, I haven't discovered anything, like, too new. Okay. I have, like, a pretty sick, like, roller skating playlist that I play when I'm outside skating. I, like, hook my little speaker up and skate around. And that's yeah. With this, pretty well, but... we, are, we know you're well-versed in the skating, that's for certain. Dang. I'm glad you're still doing that. It's always entertaining. Hey, check her out on Facebook. She, you, you posted pictures of you. Well, film of yeah, you. Yeah, I've, I've had to tone it down because I keep I have to keep going to the chiropractor from this accident that I was in. Oh, my God. So it's like still. I can only skate here and there, but it's actually helping like stretch my spine out. I bet that's true. Yeah, the more you do that, the better. Um, yeah. All right. So we talked a little bit about books. You, you hit on one that you're talking about Mark Lanigan as well. Yeah, he has a new book that just came out, and uh, I really want to read it. My friend read it and said it was really cool. Okay, um, interesting dude. 
Um, yeah, very, he has a very, he's had a very interesting life. Yeah. Um, I, I love all his solo stuff and when he collaborates with other people. And I mean, yeah. there's so many great songs, but. It's uh, so amazing. Yeah, it, it's unique. And he did a little bit on Jimmy Fallon, I think, not too long ago. I recorded it. I didn't watch it. I need to go see. I'm sure it's on YouTube now. But, yeah. So did you say you read the book or you just picked it up? No, I didn't even get it yet. It's just one that's been on my list. I'm trying to read all these other books before I Okay. before I get it, but um, it's that, it's definitely like on my list of books to read. Very cool. Uh, let's see. We you had a lot of cool stuff written down. It's funny when we get to it. We I had, you know, some technical issues which completely throws you off, but and so much going on. I mean, between, you know, what's happening, we had plumbing issues, car issues, and then, you know, people issues, people, other people with problems and stuff. So it's just like everything piled on. So it's good to have that escape, you know, and have this and keep me busy as well as you. Um, and uh, a lot of reading, a lot of comic books. Um, I got into a few new. I, there's a new Spider-Man that J.J. Abrams does with his son. I'm going to give a, sh- a chance. Oh. But I don't know that J.J. Abrams should be doing everything right now. <laughs> um, I'm, you know. <laughs> enough's enough i'm more into joe hill stephen king's son and he's doing a comic book called plunge and i'm on the third issue for that it's that's a good one um he's yeah he's good he's really good um there's a few other ones out there too anything else you're reading um oh wait let me get this book off my shelf to show you okay cool i'm just i'm just dropping stuff all over the place here oh yeah helms deep HQ is kind of a, a wreck right so now. I, got this. I think I got this from a sub pop store when I was in Seattle. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, yes, we'll get glasses. Old man glass. Old man glass time. Oh. 20th anniversary edition. Uh, it's the most complete account of a phenomenon that rocked the world. Okay. So it, but it's really cool because it has like flyers and pictures. And wow, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I forgot that I had it and I was just like looking at my bookshelf and i saw it so this is on my list to read too isn't it great to rediscover your own stuff on your shelf that you just brush the dust off like hey i never got to this very very interesting um you said something interesting and i'm actually glad you brought this one up and this is a good one and i would love for other people to chime in and i I told the story a long time ago but you said uh, do we miss our movie theaters and do we miss our drive-ins and video stores yeah. Yeah. Where are you with you that? Think about it, there's still like a lot of small towns that have video stores. Yes. You can rent videos. Yes. And I feel like after all of this, they're probably most likely going to close. Isn't that like isn't that sad? Because we're so close yeah. to like everything coming back, and you, then you hear about yeah. people that are folding, and that's so frustrating to me, especially with record stores and the resurgence. You know, like our buddies up at Skull Records, um, yeah. and Dave's Music Mind. <laughs> Did it close? Um, this is weird. They closed before this happened. They had their sellout last, their, their final closing and sale in February. So <laughs> I don't know what they saw coming here, but I, I, I didn't even get to go. I was so upset. There's so many things I wanted to buy there and they're gone. Uh, but you yeah. know, one more thing that's just gone. But anyway, back, I wanted to tell you this, uh, the video store thing, um, I, I, there was a place back in Long Island. You went. You were in Smithtown, so you were not too far away. Um, it, this place was actually in Port Jefferson, and uh, it was the same theater. Uh, theater, same video store that you, that Joe Lynch, the director, I had him on. He used to go there. We grew up in the same neighborhood. 
Uh, Joe Lynch is amazing. Chillerama is like his first big one. He's got a few more since then that are just kind of amazing. But Joe Lynch is a great director, a horror action director. And we go to the, we would go to the same place where you could find like really bad sequels to, you know, crappy horror movies. Uh, like yeah. the ones you weren't supposed to see that just got, were supposed to get buried, but they made a VHS. <laughs> so like, and I'll give you a, for instance, uh, one of my favorites I talk about is food of the gods, which is HG Wells. They made a terrible sequel to the film and you could only find it at this video store. <laughs> I, I'm sure they had another place, but this was nearby. And I, but I miss the smell. I miss looking and finding even the covers, you know, having the cover in your hand. What about you? Um, in my hometown where I grew up in Altoona, there used to be a video store. It was just called like Home Video. It was there forever. It probably closed about maybe six years ago, five or six years ago. But um, the sign had, I remember it just said Home Video. Mm -hmm. And it had a little cartoon of like the Mickey Mouse Fantasia. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's my and favorite you go one. In and it's just like covered with movie posters. They handwrite your receipts. And um, they yes. just had like, so you could find like any B horror movie there. Like all the rare stuff you could find there. And like as we're, we're, you know, writing out the outline for this, I was thinking like, I wonder what happened to all those videos. Yeah, you know, that is the shame of it. Um, I do know what happens in those cases. Um, I had a friend, I still, <laughs> I still have a friend, he's, he's not dead. Um, he, his family owned a, um, a home video, and what they did was when they were just closing, they basically sold everything, or they kept, he kept a bunch of the videos, like the horror section and sci-fi, and he so sells them on eBay now. Um, the rest, I, I probably pretty much bought, like, the movies you used to watch at my house were from that video store. <laughs> So, I, yeah, I got bulk bulk copies of things, you know, and yeah, it was an interesting ride. But I miss going into a video store. I, I can't. There's something about, I don't know, you know, we all stream and searching on Prime is just to me boring. Um, it is. Yeah, it really is. It's yeah, I get bored. We always have to be looking at screens. It's like, <laughs> yeah. like, what's the what's the last thing you watched on, say, Prime and you liked? Was there something recently? I have a few. I watched Mystified the other day. That's the last thing I watched. It's on my list. You said you wanted the top five uh, shows or films that we've watched during COVID. I have a top five. I do. Uh, but we're going to take a quick break here, and then we'll get into... You have a top five list? <laughs> this was this was your idea. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do have... Uh -huh. <laughs> I wrote it down, but I didn't write out my top five. It's all good. <laughs> Just like old times, man. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> All right, we'll get right back to you. Thanks for listening to Kettle Whistle Radio with Dave and Patty.
Hi, this is Martin Atkins from Public Image Limited, Killing Joke, Ministry, Nine Inch Nails, Pig Face and the Damage Manual and Murder Inc. and Brian Brain. And you're listening to Kettle Whistle Radio. Back here, Kettle Whistle Radio, and that was the Cycle Sluts from Hell. Ha <laughs> ha, Heather didn't see that one coming. <laughs> Caught off guard. Well, Dava She-Wolf's been on the show, so I figure, why not? Um, let's see here. I <laughs> Heather made the mistake of telling me that she and Dan had squirrels in the attic. Yes, in the roof. In the roof. It was so loud. <laughs> it was so loud. Were they it fighting? to come and uh, get them out. <laughs> oh, man. Really? That bad? Uh, did they have to kill yeah, them? I didn't know squirrels, squirrels could be that loud. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm kind of familiar with that. I, ha- I had this hung ceiling in my old uh, hung hung ceiling in my uh, my old room back home in New York, and we I got a squirrel in there. If you can imagine, it sounded like it was one squirrel. It sounded like an elephant tap dancing on this thing above my head. So, yeah, I know what you mean. So had you... like multiple squirrels. It was like a family living. We, there's a squirrel resurgence. We got them in our yard, front, back, and and I have a squirrel feeder up on the freaking tree, and they're fighting for walnuts out there. So I, I don't know. At least they're happy. The squirrels are happy. Um, <laughs> I, I this is a question I never got to ask you. Like back in the day, um, did you ever listen to the uh, the uh, was it John Spencer Blues Explosion? Did you ever get into? No. I miss them too. I think yeah, I never listened to them. That should be homework for both of us. I think we should because the few songs okay. I heard were really interestingly good, and they were so strange that Perry they got Perry Farrell's attention and he signed them to Lollapalooza for a while. So I think they're worth a revisit. Uh, I'm just saying that just something. But uh, let me see here. Um, okay, Grey Gardens. Have you watched Grey Gardens yet? Do you know what it I'm is? Behind. I'm very behind on <laughs> TVs and movies right now. Grey Gardens. I don't know where you can find the original film now. It's probably on Prime for rental. And the sequel is now on Hulu, which is the making of it. And it has Leo Nassis in it, as well as Andy Warhol shows up and um, Truman Capote. What it is, is these eccentric ladies that lived on Long Island out by, by Mon- outside in the Hamptons. You know what I'm talking about? I watched the trailer for this. Yeah. And they live yeah. in this house with no power, no water, I, I, no electric, whatever. And everything's overgrown, disgusting, infested with squirrels, cats, raccoons. <laughs> That's what made me think of it. And uh, you kind of have to watch it to believe it. And it is like watching a train wreck because they're eccentric. They're, they have this mental illness there, but they're happy with their lifestyle. Even though the, the neighbors, the ritzy neighbors, had the firemen come in and hose down the interior of their house just because they thought they just to drive them out. If you watch the movie, I think it was just to drive them out. Very sad. Yeah, watch it. It's 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 so interesting to see how these people live. But the people they knew and the stories they had and I, I don't know. But also too, it inspired me to do a lot of landscaping. A lot of landscaping. 
Oh, oh my God, yeah. Like Edward Scissorhands? It became that, and I'm not done. It's, I mean... Our house looks good, but it could always be better. <laughs> Anybody that wants to remake or redo their house, watch Grey Gardens for inspiration because you can you can do no wrong. You can only do better. <laughs> I swear to God. But it's so depressing. Oh, my goodness. Um, there was this one movie that I watched. I do not remember the name of it, but it was on Hulu. And it was about these uh, triplets. They were all adopted from different families. And the families... And the triplets, none of them knew that they had brothers. They didn't know that they were they, they were triplets. Huh. And it turned out that they were part of this like crazy um, like psychological study of what happens when you separate triplets. Oh my god! From so their birth parents. It was really insane, though. Did they like, know? Like, I guess like in the eighties, they were on all these talk shows and stuff. Oh. Um, but it, what's really crazy is uh, it start. This movie starts out where the guy is going to college and some guy calls him by a different name and he's like that's not me like you must be thinking of someone else and they're like no this other guy looks just like you and then he met him and realized like oh my god we're twins oh my and god and then they find the other guy down the road like it, it's real crazy oh, okay that's netflix uh no it's on hulu hulu okay yeah um, i can't remember the name of it but hulu's got there's a, some great documentaries on there if you go down that rabbit hole um, and I want to give kudos to you because we watched you, um, your interview uh, here on, well, on YouTube uh, for um, Alien Highways. What was the name of the show? The guy was great. Oh, um, Somewhere in the Skies. Yeah. What's yeah, it? My friend Ryan, that's his podcast. Um, Very professionally done, unlike mine. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> he's great. We wing, um, we wing things here. It's not um, about production. Are you serious? Oh, okay, I'll have to get closer. Oh, my God. It's my air conditioner. I don't know. <laughs> Turn off the air conditioner. You can't hear me at all? No, I can hear you. I just... Let's see. I have to be, like, really close. Okay, let me see if that's any better. Does that get any better? better. That, no. ah, any better? Any better? <laughs> oh, God, if I have to hear that... I'm sorry. There's a Pearl Jam song I just can't listen to again. Which one? I cannot listen to Dissident. Uh, oh, you don't like that one? Uh, uh, you are talking... Oh, my God. No, one of the topics was songs that you just can't listen to or were overplayed. Um... First of all, our radio stations out here suck, and yeah, that—that's like they're the the one of the five songs they play, and so I just I can't do it anymore, I can't, and I don't really I listen to it because if I'm pulling a CD out or I pull my iTunes off, that's on it's on their that station like constantly it's like the dissident radio station, <laughs> I can't stand it I'm not even gonna say their name I can't I just can't do it anymore. Oh my god. Anyway, can you hear me better now or no? Uh, a little bit. A yeah. little bit better? Um, all right. So top five movies or shows we've been watching. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. I do have a top five. I'm gonna go with my number one pick, which is gonna be a weird one that you're not gonna expect. Um I watched nineteen seventeen, the war movie. Oh, okay. It was shot in real I time. Love it. It's really good. It was shot in real time. Um, two guys running through the trenches trying to basically uh, send a message, we'll say they were messengers and they had to go across uh, battlefields to do what they have to do. And they filmed it all like just, it's just them running the whole time and meeting people, avoiding things, getting shot at and not everybody survives. And it's, it's a really interesting movie. I mean, it just pulls you right in. I recommend it. That's my number one. Okay. Yeah. What do you got? What's like your favorite right uh, now or recent? See. I've like watched a couple movies, but I can't remember. Um, I watched, well, I really want to watch the 
Beastie Boys documentary, but I haven't been able to watch it yet. I That's did. That's like my yeah. number one that I really want to watch. Um, I watched a documentary on HR from Bad Brains. Ooh, you watched that. Okay. How'd that go? I think it's called Joseph or I Joseph. Or yes. Something. Yeah. Yeah. You're but, right. Uh, that was on Prime, and that was pretty. That was pretty good. Is it good? Because I was, I put it on the back burner. Yeah, it, I liked it. And do they show him like in his younger days? They go through all that. Yeah. Oh yeah. The CVGB days. Yeah. Awesome. And for you guys out there, we Heather and I and Miss D, we met him, and he was what club was that? Thunderbirds? I forget. It's not there Thunderbird, anymore. Yeah. Thunderbirds. Yeah. And, and uh, it was a small club in Pittsburgh, and he just did um, his solo set and one Bad Brains song, right? It was pretty interesting. Yes, yeah. but most he was a nice guy, you know. Yeah. Uh, was he what you expected? Well, I mean, I'll just never forget. Like, I got there early, and I walked in, and you walk through the one room that has like the pool table, and he's just like slumped over in this chair, and it was like the middle of winter, <laughs> and he looks like a homeless person sitting there, and he's just like focusing his eyes in the corner of this room and I walk past him to use the bathroom and then I walk back I'm like hey HR and he's like hello <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's about it hello <laughs> he was gracious he put his arm around yeah. us took pictures we ate some chicken legs <laughs> not yeah. wings legs chicken legs legs that's, that's still strange yeah. um, okay what okay you're gonna put you're gonna say that too. okay second for me we went to a drive-in, and this was early on before demonstrations. We went – well, they were happening, actually, but they weren't happening there. So we went to the drive-in, Dependable, and it was just a great experience. Beautiful night, and they played a new movie called The Wretched. Have you heard of The Wretched? No. Highly recommendable horror movie, witches, we'll say. Creepy as hell, and they definitely went to places you don't expect them to go. It, it was creepy. But the wretched, I give that one. I'll give it a seven and a half, eight out of ten, as far as horror movies. It's it's good. I'll write that down too. The wretched, um, yeah. I wish that the um, drive-ins would play older movies, like classic movies. Right, like Jaws, Ghostbusters, things like that. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, have you seen the Bill and Ted trailer? I have heard tell, and I know what it's about. Uh, pretty amazing. Right. Now it's just kind of like, you know, <laughs> another one of the movies that were amazing is getting redone. It's, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, but I'm going to go see it. Yes, you are. Or maybe well, go see it. we should all go see that. I think yeah. uh, it'd be unique for me to see that with somebody your age, just because I, I was there when it happened. And, uh, it, you know, Wayne's World followed that. But Bill and Ted was pretty much the beginning of you know, like that, you know, the Beavis and Buttheads and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and it was, and well, hey, the soundtrack. Amazing. And so it's Bogus Journey. Faith and War, I think, got on both of them, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but there's some great little uh, nuggets in there that you don't expect. I, I have both those soundtracks. As far as soundtracks, that's a, a favorite one, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Very different, very different. I don't think Jane's did anything there, though. I don't think they showed no. up. No. They were doing – that's when they were their big drug period and their nothing shocking error. So they didn't care. <laughs> they didn't care about soundtracks. Um, I'm okay. I gave you the wretched. Uh, you're up next. Oh, did you see Uncut Gems? You are the second person today to tell me that I need to see that. I actually, I actually really liked it. I mean, the mute, the score is really, it's really trippy and weird, and that was cool. But score. it's very like, hmm. 
he plays a different character than he's ever played. Okay. And it's really interesting because it just feels like it, it creates a lot of tension, the way that they have conversations and the characters, like, talk over each other. It's okay. It's very, like, cinema verite, like, fly on the wall, like, the cameras aren't even there, and it's just real life. Oh, that's cool. Um, well, you should watch I hear the person that I heard it from said that Adam Adam Sandler's screaming the entire movie. Is that yeah. true? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's screaming, um, yeah. like uh, in anger, or <laughs> <laughs> just typical Adam Sandler. I mean, he plays. It takes place like in the Diamond District of New York City, and he's this jeweler, and he's pretty well known, and he rips everybody off. Oh, okay. Just, like you'll 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 see. All right, cool. I'm in. It's good, though. I, I, I didn't know what to think about it, and uh, I really liked it. Well, I'm always up for evil Adam Sandler, because before then it was uh, Little Nicky, I think. <laughs> little Nicky. I really like that movie. I know. We've had that discussion. Uh, I think you're oh, not alone. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure Sean is a, is a fan of Little Nicky also. I, I maybe have to go back and look at it again. I, I may have watched it when I was too drunk to know what was going on. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Oh, The Hunt. We watched The Hunt. Did you see that? No. I, I feel like I'm really bad right now because... That's all right. I, I'm <laughs> curious. Honestly, it's one you got, you and Dan. I'm curious what he'll say about it. Um, as for me, it's, uh, it's funny. <laughs> it's, yeah. I, I laughed. If you don't have a sense of humor, then you're going to look at this movie the wrong way. And um, I say that because the guy, uh, well, one of my neighbors is a movie critic. He's on the show a lot, um, um, uh, Fury, and he has a show called Outtakes of Fury, and he wants us on the show, so keep that in mind. Um, he saw it, and he, he was in a theater with a bunch of critics, and he laughed the whole time, and to the point where it annoyed the other critics, and one guy came up to him and said, you realize this is not a comedy, right? And he was just like... Well, you're freak, you're freaking crazy, <laughs> and that's what he said to them in so many words. I can't quote him because what he said was, <laughs> I don't know who he said it to either, but it wasn't good. Uh, however, the hunt was hilarious. It was a hilarious movie. Um, I enjoyed it. It's very violent, and boy, uh, they make several points to the point where you don't even want a point anymore. You just enjoy the violence and the mayhem. So, yeah, the. Interesting for you. I think those, you know, the best ones. Was that the first time watching them, or? Um, the first time watching the second one. I I'd seen the first one before, but the second one. Okay. Um, but I saw it bits and pieces when I was really really young. Right. Um, and then RoboCop. That was the recent movie. RoboCop. Yeah, RoboCop. Um, on VHS. Way to go. Mm -hmm. the, the way to see it. Um, I couldn't get through the new Terminator. I put it on. I lasted 12 minutes and I turned it off. I just, I couldn't do it. I don't know why. I don't know why. All right. Um, this is an interesting one. The last two, we already touched on one of them, but my number four, I happened upon, um, found footage film, but it's done by Ridley Scott. So I enjoyed it. We just had a power surge. You see that blinking? That's, yeah, he did. oh, what? wow. What's going on here? Power surge. Everybody's using their air conditioners, man. Brown out. Yeah. I'm going to witness it right now. Live. Okay, so Phoenix, Phoenix Forgotten. It's about three kids disappeared in, like my pen just did, in Phoenix. Um, 
and they tie in Ezekiel's wheel and aliens and government and conspiracies and cops, but it's done really, really well. And you almost think that these, there's so many different ways it could go, even to the point where these kids may have killed them each other. You don't know until the very end, and they give you a definitive answer. Unlike most, um, you know, found footage films. Yeah. This one, you might like it. Phoenix Forgotten is free on Hulu, so watch that. And let me, I, it, it's kind of spine. It, it's frightening. It's it's kind of frightening because it's something that me and you would easily get caught up in because we'd yeah. have to go see what's going on, and then we'd pay a heavy price doing it just for our curiosity. So that's one for you, Phoenix Forgotten. What else you got? Um, well, aside from movies, I um, I got all of this custom merch made to sell at events. Ooh, even though all right. most of my been canceled this year. Yeah, well, but, um, Mothman. I show you because it's really cool stuff. Yeah, let's see. Um, my friend, um, who I've met through working in the gift industry, his name's Jim Sphinx, and he he's made co- he puts images on coasters and stuff, and I got. These are little coasters. Like oh, wow. Coasters. Nice job. Yeah, and so there's that one. Maybe you I should tell, them. maybe you should plug where you can get those unless they're not for sale yet. Well, I'm, I'm uploading them to my site okay. eventually for sale. There's a Ouija board one that I got made. I just found this image. And oh, dude, they, that's so cool. That stuff um, sells at conventions, by the way. I know. And the Fox Sisters. Whoa. I, like, well, there's a glare. Oh, yeah. Tilt. Kind of there weird. we go. Very um, cool. But the coolest part, I have magnets uh-huh. too, but the coolest part are these earrings. <gasps> <laughs> that was my favorite part. <laughs> I, I put them on this record um, so when I set up my table at conventions, I can sell them. Hey. But, like, there's a Pee Wee Herman one. Of course. There's the Grady twins from the Stanley. There's eyeballs. Dude. And I drilled holes in this record, and I'm going to make a little holder for it. Oh, that's so cool. So I've been doing a lot of, like, crafty stuff. So that's why I'm, like, I haven't been watching a whole lot of TV. <laughs> All right. Hey, I'm going to take a quick break here uh, for station identification, and uh, we're going to get back to you folks. We still have to get reveal our last of the top five on top of, well, yeah. I've got a couple of few, th- a few things here to announce. So we'll get back to you. I'm sure you've got some more too. Whoa, disco ball. What's going on there? Is that for the car? Is that nah, for the. It's just, just something I have, you know? Just, My collection. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks for listening. We will get right back to you. I'm not afraid of the dark, but you should be. There are things. That's well here, in the dark. Things best left unseen. With the initial smoke clear from the fall of tomorrow, the blood now flows even thicker with dwelling in the dark. Eleven stories. All bits of the same mysterious puzzle. Fitting together with horrific parallels to its predecessor. Get ready for new, truly terrifying tales set in the broken world from the fall of tomorrow. Take a closer look at what's now dwelling in the dark. If you dare. Available on Amazon in traditional print and ebook. 
Get your copy today. Visit www.fairlydarkproductions.com for more info on the author and his work. Still here? Okay. Let's play a game. <laughs> Thank you for listening, folks. Back to Kettle Whistle Radio, old school, with Miss Heather Taddy back with us again. And we are talking all kinds of smack because it's COVID and it's crazy out there, but we are surviving, correct? Yep, we're surviving. Yep, as you can see, she's got her disco ball. Everything is good. And she just dropped it. Hmm. Yeah, so much for Studio 54 in effect. So I did. Um, yes. If we get to do it, uh, I'll be at Gross Fest at, on July 25th with the new comic book called Dr. Peeler, Demon Psychiatrist. And it is that. It takes place um, after an apocalypse. I wrote this three years ago, folks. It has nothing to do with... Um, oh, wow. Yeah. and it. Right? No, not really. But he is a demon. He's a psychiatrist. And he is helping demons acclimate themselves to society as and helping humans deal with the demons. And, of course... <laughs> It's all metaphors, and it's silly. It's like Monty Python meets H.P. Lovecraft. Wow. And that's the best way to explain it. It really is. It's, it's kind of silly. It's whimsy, but it's violent as all hell. Issue number one is out, and it's at burningbulbcomics.com. Yeah, not Burning Bulb Publishing. That's where the books are, but the comic books are at burningbulbcomics.com. I don't know. Does it sound interesting to you? Yeah, it does. I mean, it's I think you'll like Maybe yeah. not possessing them or possessing them. It's like exactly. It's not good for anybody. But then again, <laughs> it's also about comfort zones and people getting away from their comfort zones. Like right now, <laughs> people can't get out of their comfort zone. So we're yeah. having trouble. <sighs> Maybe the demons had it right, but we'll figure it out. It, it is a series uh, from Burning Bowl Publishing, and um, Gary gave it the green light for a series. So this is issue one. We already I have two and three already written. Um, and it's with Robert J. Hoagland is the artist. You can look him up. He's amazing. He's got all kinds of stuff for sale. And Jess Weary, his daughter, who is our muse as well as a character in it, and is giving us some good story arc because a lot of this is based on the three of us on just bad therapy that we've witnessed through the years. And so the stories are real, but we're using monsters for the problems. Nice. There I like you, it. I'm glad. I think you'll like it. I think you'll like it. I think you'll like it. Um... Yeah, so oh, let's see what else we were talking about here. Yeah, oh, on that, too, uh, one of our buddies is due for a show with us. I keep nagging Nicole that she has to do a David Bowie. She's supposed to do a research and a, a David Bowie oh gosh, yeah, tribute. Yeah, David Bowie tribute. Well, it's in her, the ball's in her court, and we've been waiting. So now it's out there. <laughs> so anywho. Um, I had to reveal number five of uh, favorite movies too, and I think we might be similar on this. And we missed, we mentioned it earlier. Uh, Mystify. Oh yeah. Yeah, Mystify yeah, the story. Michael Hutchins. Michael Hutchins. Um, so, what did you think of that? I really liked it, and um, it was really sad, of course. But I didn't know that he had like brain. I didn't know about his whole fight he got in that like messed up his brain. I, yeah. Yeah, he took a shot to the head, and yeah, he had, he had and it, like changed him. But um, sad. Yeah, they I liked them a lot. That was a good. Yeah, Mystify was good. It's very sad. 
but yeah, lots of things, a lot of revelations there. I wasn't aware of the brain damage that, and that just, I mean, I've known people that have gotten hit in the head and it did change their personality and outlook on life. They, they was damaged. It just could not be, it couldn't be rectified. It's really sad. Changes their personality. You know, and when you watch that movie, those guys are kind of like like they couldn't handle being around him anymore at times. You know, even though they loved him like a brother, but yeah, I've seen that happen before with people, even with another band once, a female group, which I won't say names, but lead singer had an accident and she was not the same person after that. And the band they broke up; they couldn't be around her. Very, and they grew up together. So yeah, it's horrible. So it was a very tragic film. But Mystify was. Very good. I gotta say, there's been a lot of Duran Duran being played in my house, and I think you know that I'm not playing it. Hmm. Yeah, guilty party, not guilty party, not present. Let's see what else. Oh, Tiger King. We went through that. Is that even worth? No. I uh, Tiger King. So, did you you went through that thing, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, it was interesting. A lot, a lot, uh, definitely a cast of characters. They were all kind of guilty for, you know, doing what the other person was doing. And it, it, it was really funny. I, I thought it was pretty funny. It it's sucks our, that, yeah. It sucks that Joe is, like, crazy and hurt, hurt animals. But That's the thing. Yeah, I felt bad for the Horrible for the yeah. animals, you know? That's the only thing. I Yeah. And I was just talking today. I, I didn't even know that you could have a zoo. <laughs> no. I mean, how does that happen? I know that, you know, like Kerry King has a reptilian uh, zoo in his house. He has snakes and collects them, but he loves them, takes care of them. They don't leave the house. I don't know how I trust any of those people with tigers in my neighborhood. You know, even if they lived 100 miles away, I, don't, I would not trust that. <laughs> no. no, not at all. Not at all. Okay, well, anyway, Dr. Peeler, Demon Psychiatrist, that comic book will be with us if we do attend Gross Fest on July 25th at the Washington Hotel in Pennsylvania, Washington, PA. Hopefully, we. So we're not going. Why. I know, I don't know that I am. <laughs> I'm My hoping. Sam from visiting okay, week. that's cool. No, I'm not sure. It's on. I'm on the fence. So, I mean, I'm I. I'm really bummed that Moss Man festival is canceled next thing out of my mouth yeah yeah i didn't expect it to be canceled yeah for those that don't know we were supposed to attend that together we have the table we got our rooms we got everything set up everything's paid for and it's postponed next year next year next so year. this time next got year a special, made for it. A special... <laughs> yeah um, you I have my attention That is very cool. Okay, yeah. I'm into buying that. How many you got? <laughs> Hi, right. I'm Cody, and I play in a band called Godzillionaire. And guess what? Um, in our upcoming live shows, if that should ever happen or not happen, it will be with the help of musicians from a band from Lawrence, Kansas, called the Blood Dobbers. And you should look them up, or I'll fly a plane into an embassy building. It would be nice if you said Kettle Whistle Radio somewhere, too. You know, what? you know what? You know the reason why you're listening? Kettle Whistle Radio, and they fucking rule. Fuck you, unless uh, whatever. Oh, we should have been sponsored. 
I, I appreciate that, Cody. Thank you. Somebody else who doesn't threaten the embassy building. Call back. Did I say that? When is when is there better been a better time to threaten an embassy building? I feel like you know. Tear down your local casting, bro. Like. You might actually fly under the radar. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, Don't you might. <laughs> it just God damn it. Oh. Did I say that? You get to the <laughs> Oh, good. Oh, yeah, just hold on to those, man. They're going to go. Are you gonna... I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to put them on my website and see what sells and then just yeah. more and more. There you go. You so you have a Etsy, yeah. Try, it. yeah. That's a great idea. See which one sells. Then you print a bunch and take them with us the next year. So yeah. Well, anyway, folks, I I will be at the Washington Hotel. Hopefully, the July twenty fifth. It it is on the fence. Depends on everything going on right now. So yeah. But Mothman, we're not doing that. So anyhow, yeah, that kind of stinks. But yeah, and uh, let's see other things. Uh, well, we talked about the Beastie Boys on Apple TV. I enjoyed that. You have to watch it. I was very—I don't want to give away too much because you didn't see it. I was surprised with Mike D being forward about his drug use, where we all kind of—we—he doesn't talk a lot about it. He just admitted, "Yeah, so I had a problem," you know, because you watched him change through the years. You know, like what's going on here? That's not the same guy I grew up with, but. He maintained he's better for it now, and he does talk about it briefly. So, but yeah, the Beastie Boys documentary on Apple. If you're a fan, do not miss this one. It's good, definitely good. That should be the next movie we watch when we get back together. Absolutely, I I would watch that thing over and over and over. So yes, I would totally be in, in on that. Um, let's see, and then TV. I got into recently what we do in the shadows. Have you watched that yet? You know. No one ever asked us that before. I, I can't get into it. <laughs> People either love it or hate it. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just a different kind of person, I guess. I, I yeah, you're definitely a different kind of person. <laughs> we're not going to, you know what, the, that we're not going to argue. We're not here to argue that. Um, but I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed the show. We're only on season two. I like it because it kind of, it just gives me that uh, sort of like the young ones type feel where it was just goofy. Anything could happen and. The, the characters are just ridiculous. So I'm enjoying that. Definitely. Um, and what, so uh, Rufus, what's going on? Rufus, your cat, is he there? I don't oh, see him. I oh. thought I'd see him by now. He's not in the room right now. I don't know where he is. He's been <laughs> hanging out in the closet a lot. <laughs> like underneath this little thing that I had. Yeah, I don't know where he's at. He didn't come to visit me. So. <laughs> well, no, that's all right, man. Uh, we were talking about, it's funny. We were talking about, um, uh, our buddy uh, Hutchins before and uh, had this is another throwback. Uh, I'll just throw this out here before we end this uh, session. Um, I didn't know this, but the first actual school shooting that ever took place took place in 1979 at Grover Cleveland Elementary School in San Diego. Bobcat, Go- Bobcat, uh, Bobcat. I almost said Bobcat. Go wait. Bob Geldof. <laughs> Bobcat, go wait. Did it. But, no. Bob Geldof was in the Boomtown Rats and wrote a song about it. And uh, Bob Geldof, hence the Michael Hutchins uh, <laughs> segue. Uh, the song is called I Don't Like Mondays. And it was um, the woman's name, Brenda Spencer, was a 16-year-old that lived across the street from the, the elementary school and just decided that 
I don't like Mondays. She went in with a gun, shot 16 people, and killed two, the principal and the custodian. That was the first school shooting reported, considered a school shooting. But yeah, Bob Geldof, uh, he documented it in a song that ended up being a hit. And uh, I, I don't, again, I, I didn't venture too deep into Bob Geldof. I'm not the biggest fan, but it's worth, like, you know, for the nostalgia's sake, just something to look into. Who knew they would write a song about that in 1979? I was not aware of that. Oh, I have an idea for a book. Yes, this is important, folks. We're going to get you out of the dark because I've been waiting for Heather to pitch this thing. Go. Do you remember this book? I do. I think I gave that to you. Um, I have a copy of it. You got it, and I was like, "Oh, I want that." That's what it was. Yeah, I gave um, you the D. So, I give you the demon book. That's that's the, yeah. I'm getting yeah, confused. Yeah. So you know the setup of it, how it's just like pictures yes. and like backstage passes and you know clippings from notebooks. Mm-hmm. So during this quarantine, I've been like going through my vault of stuff, and like right. I save a lot of stuff. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, you're made to do and this. And when I was at my parents, I have this giant. Thing. This is all like paranormal state stuff, oh. and there's like case notes. There's old manuals that when I first joined the club, we had to like study to pass to become an investigator. Right. So I just have like a ton of stuff. So I was like, what if I put together a book, kind of like in that sort of format, where it's just like pictures and maybe like a small paragraph, kind of like a scrapbook. Perfect. Um, I, I say perfect. I have no idea how to go about it. I have the outline. Hmm. Know, out, but I don't have any idea to go about doing this. Honey, I don't doubt you for a second that you could put that together on your own, but I know people that would yeah. love to help you, <laughs> at least with ideas or maybe arrangement. Um, and the other thing, too, is like, yeah. I don't have the copyright to Paranormal State, obviously, so I couldn't put Paranormal State on the cover. Right. But, but I'd have to figure out ways around that. That's easy, too. Um, that's your stuff. You own it. Just paranormal collection you know you yeah. don't you don't have to yeah we'll talk paranormal but collection, yeah. yeah there you go by heather taddy that's it the vault. because when they google you paranormal comes up anyway the algorithms work out and there's your stuff yep. am i yeah. wrong i don't know we'll figure it out but i yeah. think that box that you're holding there to your right yeah. that i'm interested to see what's in that toy box Was that an Iron Maiden sticker? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, first of all, I found this. Oh, there she You want people to see that, huh? Yeah, it's <laughs> Yes. It, oh, I love your That's little picture. <laughs> That's great. Um, what year was that? Uh, I think it was kindergarten. Wow. That's funny. Oh, um, yeah. So I got my Comic-Con name tag when I spoke there. 2008. Can you see that? I can see that. Yes, there it is. I yes. found this is like an exclusive Paranormal State like little box set. I don't know if you can Ooh, see it, but okay. I can. It has like these CDs of the first two episodes and then it has this really fancy booklet of hey, all this stuff. That is very cool. Pretty neat. So, oh, I want to see this stuff, man. This stuff that I like forgot that I had, you know? You probably have enough for one good scrapbook like Sean's, or maybe two. What do you think? That, um, by the way, one. that book she was holding up was Sean Salt's book from uh, the, the bass player from White Zombie. That's her scrapbook from doing exactly what Heather does, um, collecting through her years and traveling. Yeah. And your like, adventures. Uh, I have like, you know, 
like case books for each case. Ooh. Oh, Which wow. Which some of that information obviously I couldn't share, but there's a lot that I can. Sure, absolutely you can. You just, yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to get some legal advice. Yeah. Yeah. That's always a bummer when you're being creative, but eh, these days, you know, yeah. you know. But that's what's new with me, really. Well, um, as for new bands, I, I've discovered a band, Not I guess they're new this year. I did find something, and it's just kind of like a weird, dancey, nostalgia type, but they're a rock band. Um, have you heard The Revivalists? No. I Wish I Knew You When We Were Young. That's the song. I think it's called I Wish I Knew You. Um, uh, you'd have to sing it for me. Sing the chorus. Whoa. I would, except my <laughs> your mic just fell. I keep dropping you. This is crazy. It's really uh, raining right now. Oh, yeah. It's going to, yeah. We're, we have a major storm here, folks, and we have tornado warnings at the same time. So that we flash, do? yeah, the flashing that we had earlier, that was part of that. So, tornado warnings. Yeah. I'm not kidding you, man. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's tornado warnings. So I'm, I'm digging your idea for the scrapbook. I want to hear more about it. And you go ahead and come up with ideas. You definitely have to write some. You know, are you gonna yeah. write? Are you gonna do like captions under the items, or you have to do a little yeah, forward? Because, like, yeah. So I launched my website, and I've been writing blogs. Yeah. So I've just been kind of like using this stuff for that, and thinking of how I can make it into a book. You got it. You got all the material you need. You could do it yeah. now. So I'm going to push you for it. I guess when I met you, oh, it's been 11 years now, 11 years ago, I uh, I talked to you then about it. I was like, so what are you going to write your book? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And there's, too much, there's too much to say. It's like how you said it all, you know? Well, would you also incorporate your um, your Alien Highways experience? Probably, yeah. You should. It's a good ending because it's a new beginning. Yeah. You know? I yeah. would go with that. And I, like I said, and tell folks again, what was the name of that podcast? Because they need to see that interview with you. It was really I'm good. Somewhere in the Skies. With you and Not Chuck. With Ryan Sprague. It's a really good podcast. It's all about aliens. <laughs> and myself and Chuck Sikowski from Alien Highway. We did a, a video chat with him a couple weeks ago. And, yeah. Uh, it turned out really well. Yes. It was really cool. Very well done. The angles, unlike this one, I. Guys, I wasn't ready to do camera work here, and I'm not meant to be in front of a camera. I'm supposed to be behind it. Miss Taddy kind of tormented me into it. So, are you? I thought you said Zoom at the beginning. So I, I did. Uh, well, yeah, I just didn't. Yeah, I did. But Zoom was actually having some issues. Yeah, it's confusing. Zoom's confusing. It, it doesn't have to be, but it gets that way sometimes. So, yeah. All right. Well, we should, in closing, till next time, this is uh, Apocalypso, I believe. Yeah, it is episode 10. I think it could be nine. I don't know. But anyway, we're getting through this thing and we're coming out the other end. We don't know what it's going to look like out there, uh, what the concert world is going to be like. What do you think? Uh, the, are you going to lose your mind the first time you hear like loud music live? You're going to lose yeah. your mind. Yeah, you are. I think I will. What are we going to see? I mean, we don't even know. You know? I, it's, it's just every day is a surprise, Dave. <laughs> it really is. I mean, honestly, at this point, if Flea showed up just playing spoons, I think we'd go see that. You know? Yeah. Actually, I guess we Okay, that can be arranged. That can be arranged. Um, we've done it before, and I, I really want to get the Cheats back. The Cheats have a new album out. Oh, yeah. They, they destroyed my basement audibly. It was great, and perfect sounding, awesome band, and the new album's out. And there will be, there's an interview on our network on society-13.com. My buddy Will interviewed them for his show that's coming out. We're going to drop that soon, and I'll uh, 
more announcements on that later. So, yeah, we have a new show that you could actually be on, too, sometime, too. I'm sure he's going to want to interview. Will Wilfrey. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. Um, and fun. And, oh, yeah, I know you'll have a good time. But, all right. Um, I'm at Fairly Dark on Twitter. I am on Instagram, though I'm a novice. Uh, I saw that. Yeah. It's, it's under kettle.whistle.radio. So that's I, – I, I'm going to start posting – I guess episodes there. Um, I don't know if I should keep it separate from my writing. I have no idea. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. So, yeah, don't know. any suggestions would be had. Um, and you, where do we find you and your stuff? Classic Tad. That's my handle. I've been trying to stay off of social media as much as I can, but yeah. I'm on Twitter, Classic Tad, Facebook, Heather Taddy. I have a private page and a public one, and then um, Instagram, Classic Tad. Perfect. And how's your head? Any better? Or did I make it worse? Uh, yeah, I have a headache. Uh, I, need, I need to drink more water. Go drink water. I don't know if it's from like, my chiropractor appointment today or what, but I'm just like... Okay, this is getting weird. Okay, so we both have back issues and our cars went at the same time. I don't know what that's about. Um, but, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, it's the world, the way, I don't know. And somehow put us back together doing the show. Old school. <laughs> Maybe Sean will be back. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. I know he'll be back. Uh, him and Dragline guys and some other people are writing a song as we speak and probably recording it tomorrow or Friday. So he's busy. And we're going to get some new music from him. And his shoegazing, he has a shoegazing band. Are you familiar with shoegazing? Do you know what shoe... Yeah. You do. What is it to you? Help. Me go like... <laughs> and there... Yes. That's shoegazing. Um, hey, my going to die. Same here. I'm going to die. All right. Yeah. Good we're, we're gonna die folks friends and fiends thanks for listening heather taddy thanks for coming back and you know yeah never mind that's dollhead with that good night dollhead you know no one ever asked us that before
host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electric acid. Electric acid. 